And we are back with another episode of the From the Raptors podcast. Sam and I are here recording on Wednesday, July 27th. And uh, there's one giant elephant in the room named Kevin Durant. Uh, obviously, Woj dropping a early morning, late night, he never sleeps. Woj bomb saying that the Celtics have emerged as a potential landing spot and they have quote unquote engaged in talks about a potential Durant trade. Then the next morning you see Shams. I uh, read up an article and tweeted out saying the Celtics actually offered Jalen Brown, Derek White, and the first, I believe, was the package for Durant. Nets said, no, we want smart and multiple firsts. And the Celtics were like, no. So that is probably where talk stalled. But before we get to like the specifics, just in general, you see the report saying, okay, these are just old talks. The Nets are just trying to stir things up because the market has gone quiet uh, and no teams are budging on their initial offers. So they threw this out there, letting other teams know, hey, this is the floor. Jalen Brown is the floor. Um, <clears throat> improve your offers or we'll probably take this one. And the Celtics, uh, in a report that I saw, probably not very happy about it. Um, nothing from the Celtics exactly, but there was an executive who talked to Heavy, um, not me personally, but like other people at Heavy and I wrote it up, saying that, talk, talk to Sean Devaney at Heavy saying, you know, Celtics probably aren't too happy about this. Nets are trying to stir the market back up. Um, leaking old reports is what the assumption is we've seen everywhere. But regardless, you saw that offer. It is probably on the table. That is probably a possibility. What do you make of it? What do you think? I think we've talked about it in the past, but just get your thoughts. Well, it is funny. Like you said, Woj doesn't sleep. Like that must have came out like, I don't know, a half hour before I woke up that day. Right. <laughs> which which is not usually how it goes. It was like 2.45. I, woke I was up just I, getting into bed and I hopped yeah. back out of bed and I wrote. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I guess I have to tweet this. It just came out. <laughs> so I tweeted. But, yep. I mean, is there validity to what was reported? Yeah, there definitely was. There definitely, they've talked about and- it. Not to cut you off, but I hate the people on Twitter saying this is this is crap. It's Woj. It's not crap. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean well, it's they're false, making it up, right? Exactly. Like, come on. He's not. He's not on like Brooklyn's payroll. Shams might be, which is a whole other story. But Woj is definitely not. He's the one that broke the story. They're not making it up. And if you click the article that he wrote and put out with the thing, it says the talks were no more serious than Phoenix. Uh, exactly. Other teams, Miami, I think was one of them. I don't know. Yeah. All the, uh, Toronto, Toronto was definitely I think in was there. the other big one. Yeah. Like they were no more serious than any of the other teams that have been involved. However, they put it out recently, probably to go along with what you said that Brooklyn wants is out there. They're trying to get teams back interested. They're making yeah. it known what the line in the sand is, whatever. But from the Celtics standpoint, I'm not thrilled. Just like the heavy, uh, article says that you wrote up right because nobody needs to know that happened and i i personally think that's a lot to give up and we can get into that but i don't know you can roll your eyes or whatever we we no no that wasn't differently um yeah man it's it's a crazy time to be a fan because this is the dead of summer plenty of news though (laughs) it's it's great for us because content we maybe. we would have nothing to talk about today it would have been bad <laughs> but it came out what two days ago it's been the talk it made the newscast yep. at work yeah like it's it's out there two big time reporters the two top reporters for the nba are putting it out there it's there's some substance to it doesn't mean it's happening doesn't mean anything is going to happen today or tomorrow it could if something does happen it could take like a month who knows 
they there's probably going to be a waiting game to where it's like are you going to pull the trigger on this is brooklyn going to come down from their offer because in the shams article it's put out there that they're looking for instead of Derek white mark smart. is smart yeah welcome back why does this happen <laughs> Sam froze for those listening at home. Sam does Sam uh, leave this Sam's audio. Cut Verizon is horrible. Linksys is horrible. If you are just signing up, for, don't get the T-Mobile one because we tried that. That was bad. That was real bad. <laughs> uh, all right, but as I was saying, Marcus Smart being in there yeah. is de- uh, too much for me for sure. But that that's what it seems like Brooklyn's asking price is as of July twenty seventh or or when it came out, right? Yeah. Because that's yeah. what they put out. They said, hey, if you give us this, we'll do it. Um, so, yeah, that, that's the situation. Mm-hmm. It's quite quite the time. And before getting into those specifics, because I wrote an article for Celtics blog saying, like, it's the quote-unquote what else that matters in a Kevin Durant trade because Brown would have to be in it or else they wouldn't be interested. So at that point, you're talking about what else are you giving up, and that's what's the most important part for Boston. But, <clears throat> excuse me. In the grand scheme of things, I don't think I want to give up Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant in general. Like, I think I'd rather keep Brown, Tatum, this core together, all the depth pieces, run it back, keep going. And realistically speaking, at this point, it looks like this deal will probably still be on the table at the trade deadline. So you could go to that point, see how things are going, see if you need a kick or even next year. Like, Durant's under contract for a while now. You have options. Or if Jalen Brown magically says, I don't want to be here, which we can talk about later, but I don't want to do it at the same time. If they do do it, I'm not going to be one of those people complaining and bitching and moaning because the Celtics will have Kevin Durant. And I think Keith Smith made this point, uh, or maybe it was Trevor Lane on the NBA front office show, which is great, by the way, check them out too. Not that you're, if you're here, you probably listen to them too, but they're awesome. Excuse me. Um, Kevin Durant right now is probably better than Jalen Brown will ever be right. Realistically speaking. And that may sound harsh, and that's definitely not a knock on Jalen Brown. That's just a testament to how good KD is. Kevin Durant in this moment, and probably for the next three years, is better than Jalen Brown will ever be in his career. That's like that's just a fact, and I think that's really hard to argue, right? He is a great defender. He is taller. He is longer. He is a much better scorer. He is a better passer. He doesn't turn it over as much. He is the most dominant scorer probably, right? Like in terms of just pure on the court, able to get a bucket in at least this century. So <laughs> trading for him, trading Jalen Brown for him would be a very clear upgrade in talent. The question lies in, would you rather have a four-year championship window or a seven-year championship window? And after that, you're also asking, Are is everybody going to be here for that championship window? So I understand the notion of saying, let's go all in right now. Let's trade two rotational pieces for in my opinion, my personal rankings, the second best player in the world, get him to pair with Tatum, get him to mentor Tatum. Our, our good friend, Adam Taylor wrote an article saying how Kevin Durant can be that the Kevin Durant can be what Al Horford was to Robert Williams for Jason Tatum. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's a good argument to have too. So I'm not going to complain if they make the trade, but I would rather see this current core grow for a storyline purposes and be the lengthier championship window. So I'm of the mindset of if it was me, I wouldn't make the trade. But I, at the same time, I understand that KD is a better player, so I wouldn't complain. And also now with all these rumors, you have to consider, is Brown going to be happy in Boston? Is he going to sign that extension? 
And would you have a – you probably – like, this is harsh, but you probably have a better chance at a title with Kevin Durant. I'm sorry. Like, that. that's just how it is. You have a better chance of a title with Kevin Durant on this team instead of Derek White and Jalen Brown combined. It, that's my opinion, right? I think the only argument behind not doing the deal is the longer championship window, the storyline of having like homegrown guys or team built guys, et cetera, even though this is a trade too, it's effectively just the same thing as trading for Derek white. It's just on a much bigger scale, but I would personally not like to see them trade Jalen, but they would be better because of it. So that that's where I stand on the idea of getting Kevin Durant at a baseline. So I, that that's where I said, do you want Kevin Durant or do you not, not want them to make the deal? Would you be pissed if they did? Like, what are your thoughts on that side of things? Less so like how much they give up. Do you know what I'm saying? So right now I don't want them to do anything. I'm, I'm with you on that. I, yeah. This is going to be real boring because we have like the same point of view. So yeah. <laughs> if, if they did it, it's not the end of the world. Like you're not going to be like storming the hour back center with pitchforks and torches and like calling for Brad's head or anything like that. But in my opinion, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. It, I mean, it does. Like, all right, fine, you get Kevin Durant. But one, you do shorten the championship window, which I saw some, like, Knicks fan clowning them for, like like caring about a championship window. And uh, Tim up, had a good fans. reply to it. Uh, I forget what he said. <laughs> Go check out Tim Shields NBA on Twitter if you really care. Um, <laughs> but also, it's just like, why? Why? It, and you said you think they have a better chance of winning a championship with Kevin Durant, which is probably true. You just had a damn good chance and you pissed away. But nothing's away. guaranteed. Exactly. Nothing's guaranteed. You, so. you just, you were just there and you should have won. And I, I will take it to my grave. You should have won that series. You did it to yourself. You were up by what, five, six points in the fourth quarter at one point in game four, and you missed seven straight threes, eight straight threes, and settled and, and pissed that game away with a chance to go up 3 1. And, and you're going to blow up the team. You're going to trade two core pieces. What kind of sense does that make? This isn't 2K. It's real life. These guys played together. They've played together for years. They've worked. They know how they work as a team. It's not just plug and play. There's chemistry. They're, how do they work with Udoka? Does Kevin Durant come in and work with Udoka well? I don't know. Kevin well, Durant doesn't really like being criticized. That's why he's always on Twitter, which is great. I love that he's angry. But – that's not something he loves in Ime's style of coaching is, hey, man, stop sucking. And then they're like, all right, cool. I will say mostly to play devil's advocate just because KD has played with Jason Tatum, right? They have a relationship. They've played together. He's also played under Ime Udoka for a year, right? Like he was an assistant in Brooklyn. He has experience with Udoka. And I saw, I forget who said this. Maybe it was Bill Sy of Celtics blog, but I feel like Kevin Durant from a personality perspective would mesh really well with Celtics fans. And that sounds weird. I like KD. (laughs) Exactly. It's not me saying I don't like KD. It's me saying I'm not convinced he's going to be great with Udoka as the coach. I think he would be. And now that you mentioned like personality, like he definitely won't get along with the media. And that's just how it is. (laughs) I think he'd get along with Udoka because KD doesn't care about opinions unless they matter right like all he cares about is winning so he'll care about his teammates opinion he'll care about his coach's opinions he doesn't give a shit what like the public thinks but like if Ime Udoka has the balls to challenge KD which he absolutely would I think KD would be like all right bet 
I'm going to do this better. So I, I think the fit of KD on the Celtics, if KD buys in, which I think he would be because of his relationship with Tatum, because of, you know, Al Horford's veteran presence. And if they kept Marcus Smart, which I would hope they would um, him as well, I think it would be perfect. I think they would be the title favorites by far. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. They already are the title but, favorites. Exactly. That's they the already other are. Exactly. What do you need to, exactly. If they ain't broke. Don't fix it. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I think the and I'm arguing part, against what you're saying. I know. I know. I know. I think the craziest part about all of this is that whether or not the Celtics make the move, they will be the championship favorites, which is crazy, right? We're talking about the difference of taking the best team in the NBA and taking them up a notch, which I would think KD would do versus keeping that at the same level, but having that same level for a longer period of time. It It, it is arguing not apple, that apples to oranges. Isn't the right thing. It's like smacking your head against a brick wall and people complaining about the difference from being elite for five years versus the best team for seven years, right? Like, like it's such a minimal difference in the grand scheme of things. And people are getting very worked up about it because, because of how big the deal it is. Exactly. Yes. People involved. <laughs> exactly. That's what, that's what it means when you say it's not 2k, there are people mm-hmm. involved. There are yes. people you have grown, not real relationships. Like we don't know them, but as fans, but fandom relationships. Player, yes. We care about them. Marcus Smart is a player that is unit. Well, he's polarizing, but pretty much universally loved. The people that don't like him are just real loud. You know, (laughs) Uh, Jalen Brown, another guy who's been here his whole career. Like, and people have come out when these trade talks and and his name gets thrown around and said they don't want to see him go. And you see it all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. They care about these guys. Does it? It takes the. I mean, a championship's a championship at the end of the day, but if you can pick between if you're yes. going to win it either way, you'd rather have these guys on the team. And, and mm-hmm. Is that dumb to say? Maybe. But there's a reason why. Well, ironically, the perfect example is the Warriors' first title was more fun to watch than them winning it with KD, right? Like, <laughs> that's the perfect example. But even then, they didn't have to take out Clay Thompson and Draymond to go get KD. Yes. Yeah, no, no, you're right. I mean, look at what happened to the Nets, right? So the Nets, KD goes there, Kyrie goes there, and they join a team that I believe that year was that team with Russell on it that was a lot of fun for those fans to watch, and they beat Philly one game in the first round. Yes. But they had Levert on that team. They had Spencer Dinwiddie on that team. They had Jared Allen on that team. They had a lot of promising players on the team, Joe Harris. Uh, So they took three of those guys. And they said, let's go get James Harden. And then we'll be the by far title favorites, which they definitely were betting wise. And they never got past the second round. James Harden left and shot his way out of town. Is Katie the same guy as James Harden? No. Are they similar? A little bit. Yeah. They've both shot their way off of teams. Have they? Yeah. Katie like bounced from the Warriors and pissed those guys off and left. He didn't play his really? way out of gold. No, State. he didn't play his way out. He left. He left a team that and, and he there was talk of him and Draymond not getting along. There were things going on with that Warriors team that weren't good because sure. of his mentality, personality, whatever was part of it. So was Draymond. Sure. He's a hard ass too. But why and even when that trade first happened with Harden, there was skeptics. I mean, obviously you thought it was a really 
big monumental move towards the betting odds, towards them being favorites. Yeah. But I think I came on here and was like, listen, the, the main thing I think everybody was kind of saying was these guys are all kind of ball dominant. What's going to happen? But you saw how badly it hurt Brooklyn to give up depth. And it sounds dumb to sit here and talk about depth. Oh, who cares? Like, say they had to throw in white, smart, brown, and like maybe Pritchard or something like that. That, which I don't think is going to be the case. Yeah, yeah, that's, whatever. that's a lot. That Even Brown and Smart is a lot to give up. I know you just brought in Brogdon or whatever, but what if he gets hurt? He's only played, well, the way... he's missed a lot of time over the last couple of years. Rob Williams misses a lot of time. Like, there are yeah. reasons why you need extra guys to be on your team. You can't just kick them away for Durant. And I, I like Durant. Durant's probably my favorite player that has never played on the Celtics. And and I'm like, listen, I, I'm not over the moon about it. If it happens, it's not... The sky is not falling. I'm sure it'll be fine. I don't love how much money he's making. I don't love his age. And, you know, who knows? What if he gets pissed off in two years and wants to leave? Then then what are you left with? Jason Tatum. <laughs> but Tatum's only got a couple years left on his contract. Then what if he leaves? Like, what does he have, four years left right now, Tatum? His, his extension is just going to kick under in? under contract through 2025-26, yeah. Okay, so then you have two years to impress Tatum and you're kind of going to be scrambling to be like, Hey, your contracts, this is if Durant decides he wants to trade after two years and you buckle like a spineless guy and say, okay, fine, do whatever you want. But if you do that, you are forced within two years to say, Hey, please stay. Look what we're trying to do for you. And you're like fumbling pieces. Look what the nets are trying to do. They're shit is crumbling right in front of them because of, Really, the Harden move, if they never traded for Harden, they probably would have won or, or at least been to the finals. Those guys that they gave up in that deal are good players. I don't think the KD Nets situation is very comparable to the current one. Because we're talking about KD and Kyrie joining a team. Excuse me, I coughed. Joining a team that was the eighth seed and the Nets had to give up effectively their entire roster for those two guys and then reshape the team around them. And that was the eighth seed versus Kevin Durant joining a team that just went to the NBA finals and you're giving up from the sound suit. The Celtics are willing to give up two guys, max one of them being the star and one of them being a depth guard. And the way I think of it, and again, this is just me playing devil's advocate. I would rather them as well, not make the trade. I'll Mm -hmm. emphasize that effectively the way I think about it is last year's team made the finals, right? If they manage to get a deal done, that is Brown, Derek white and say they throw in like an extra first. So it's two first instead of one you're talking about. It's the same team as last year, except you have KD instead of Jalen Brown. And then you have Malcolm Brogdon instead of Derek white. That's effectively what it is. Right. Yeah. And obviously the, and obviously the, the side argument, well, you could also just have Jalen Brown, Derek white and Malcolm Brogdon. That's a, Fair yeah, that's what I was about to say. I mean, like, listen, you should have just won the finals. You should have won. <laughs> I will say it again. You should have won that series. You did not. You went out and you added depth. You fixed the problem that you kind of had where yeah. you didn't really yeah, yeah. have bench scoring. You, you didn't have anybody reliable. Now you have it. You have you have already fixed the one thing that was broken. Did Jalen Brown have a perfect playoff run? No. But he was still a key part of them getting there. He might have been the best player in the Miami series. Might have been the best player in the finals, despite the team struggles. 
Why would you screw with Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown? It just doesn't make sense to me. They've I proven don't... that they work. I draw, and we can talk about this now. I don't think you trade Marcus Smart. I think that's where you draw the line. I agree. I think that's the line in the sand. I think if the trade package is Brown, Derek White, two picks, sure, fine. Like if they're hell bent on doing it, that's as far as I would go. Again, I wouldn't do it in the first place. I'd keep Brown, Derek White, and run it back. But that's the line in the sand. You don't give up Marcus Smart. You sure as hell don't give up Robert Williams. Um, I think Pritchard, Grant Williams should be off the table. Although Pritchard, at this point, I wouldn't hate if he was in a deal like it wouldn't be that that wouldn't be a sky's falling move because he would have two more guards. Um, <coughs> excuse me in the rotation. Grant Williams, I guess. If you have to, even though, and that's as much as I love him. But again, at that point, you're losing out on so like the one wing depth player slash big man depth player you have. So like that would be tough. And again, I'm going to keep saying this. I don't think they should do the deal. I think they should keep Jalen. But that's the line in the sand. And I think you agree, Mark, like Derek White, two picks, Jalen Brown. That's the max I think you should offer. And it's probably the best deal in the market. But. The only way I'm doing any kind of deal is if I'm, if I'm Stevens and I know all these things is if I know Jalen Brown is not pleased. And, and we can talk about this leave, next. Yes. Which is not what is being reported. So it doesn't make sense to me to give up a guy that wants to be here, that has been here, that people like, that has shown that he can play, he can be an all-star, to shake things up. In a team that just should have won a championship. And they lost because it was their own fault. It wasn't because... They really weren't the better team. They got outclassed by Golden State. Grant Williams said it probably best. The Celtics were the better team. Golden State was more disciplined. That's why the Celtics lost. Why are you going to screw with that? You already added to it. You took all these guys that are just sitting there watching games and said, okay, here's Brogdon, put him on the team, signed Gallinari, brought him in for a little bit of extra wing depth. Why are you going to make any more changes? It doesn't make sense. The only way I would say you do this in – like, is if Brown's not happy or if you're real, real desperate for whatever reason and you think Durant's going to go to some team like Miami and it's going to make things more difficult for you. you know, like, if you're just doing it to play defense, <laughs> really, like, because you can. Like, it, it's not 2K. Again, it's real life. These people are important to the culture with the Celtics. They've proven they can play together. They've proven they can win. Why, why are you screwing they they find if now if they didn't make the finals last year, this would be a different story. If they didn't get over the hump, they didn't beat Miami. They did, and and they kicked away the finals. They yeah, did. No, it, it, there's no disputing that they kicked it away and they should have won. Yeah, and now you see all these conflicting reports. Obviously, Jared Weiss of the Athletic reporting that Browns camp said he wants to be in Boston. He's happy there. You know, there was a report that came out from WEI, I think, that said, like, oh, Brown. Oh, that was Cap in the beginning. That was <laughs> Cap from the beginning. They were clowning that report on the radio, mm-hmm. that, like, the day it happened. I was yeah. out running, and, and I remember Brown- it. Like, Rich on Toucher and Rich was saying, like, it's Wiggy. Like, why do you believe this? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And he was right. And then reports from Brown saying, like, yeah, I don't know where that came from. That was weird. Yeah. But then you have – Sherrod Blakely reporting for Bleacher Report, uh, a Sherrod Blakely reporting nothing from Jalen Brown, but like pieces around like people around the league, like a, a scout saying Jalen won't let this affect his play, but he won't forget it either. 
Uh, and then a coach saying, when you give your blood, sweat and tears and you see this in the rumors, like it'll make you think twice. <clears throat> Maybe those are other teams posturing. So Jalen Brown might leave for their team. Possible, right? Always a possibility. But at the same time, if I'm Jalen Brown and I just had the run I had, and then I hear the report that, you know, they just offered me in a trade, I probably wouldn't be too happy. And at the same time, though, players I mean, let's call a spade a spade. They're not trading them for like, <laughs> I don't know, Zach Levine. This right? is what They're I was going to say him for Durant. Like, like players, players like, understand who said a top two guy in the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's kind players of flattering understand. if we're being honest. Now listen, yeah, and- I don't I don't even want to be switched off my my shift I work at work. Never mind like if if I had to go move to another city. So I understand. But like yeah. I don't know. Like it, it's not necessarily an insult. I mean, exactly. it's not what like, you want if you're the person that's involved, but like well players understand it's a business though, right? Like they they understand at the root of it all, it's a business and like you said like he's not being traded for scraps. It's not you know, I'm trying to think of a good example zach levine <laughs> no no not even that example like an actual trade like i'm not russell westbrook being dumped off including picks you know what i'm saying like i'm yeah. not mad that yeah, team yeah, is yeah, dumping yeah. me you are like being postured in a trade for the one of the best players of all time right that, that like you said there's some sort of flattery and at the same time if i'm jalen brown as much as you're not going to be ch- competing for a championship right away you'd have your own team right like brooklyn would be his team he would be the guy they would do what they can to put like a playoff team around him. Like there's some draw to that and you're not playing a big market. And obviously some players prefer to championship over that, which is, I know your mentality, but in the grand scheme of the NBA, the idea of having your own team and being the guy is definitely enticing. So like maybe a part of him saying, Hey, that would be cool. So I don't think the reports that Brown is like mad, like is something to completely hone in on saying, Oh, you everyone like the Celtics are pissing him off. It's a business. Everyone understands it's a business. Brad Stevens potentially offered him a trade for one of the greatest players of all time. I think Brown will be okay. No, I think well, I don't I don't really know how the reports work, right? Like Brooklyn could say that trade was offered and like those players could have been discussed. It doesn't mean it was like an official I don't know exactly. how that works. I'm not a general manager. Exactly. They, they could have, could have been said, discussed. What do you think of Jalen Brown? And and they would say, Whatever, you need to add this. And they would say, Well, what if we added this? Mm-hmm. Um it doesn't confirm that. I guess you're right. Yes. yes. I think it something like that definitely happened. They wouldn't be reporting it. They're not just just like making stuff up. That's not how it works. <laughs> you yeah. lose credibility that way. It doesn't doesn't happen. But yeah, man, if, if I'm Jalen Brown, I'm not thrilled. But I don't think it would be any different if he was on another team. Like, like I don't think there's any team that wouldn't be like talking about Kevin Durant. Right? Like. It's not, it's not exactly not and you saw the reports talking about it. it's, not, <laughs> it's not just oh the Celtics are a bunch of sleaze balls and even if you liked that narrative before Ainge was gone that you know Danny would trade anybody and he doesn't care about anybody whatever that's what people would say and they he, Ainge was a big villain it's not Ainge anymore it's Brad Stevens and Brad Stevens is a guy that's coached you and you've come into the league as Brad Stevens as your coach and you played for him and you've worked with him for years I don't think Brad yeah. Stevens is going to do anybody dirty per se. I I mean, yeah. could he trade somebody? Oh yeah, he could trade somebody, but it it's not going to be done in like he traded Kemba the first second he stepped foot in the GM. Yeah. Right? Like I feel like the players understand it's a business. And for Jalen Brown's name to be mentioned 
in a trade for, like we keep saying, one of the best players of all time, I don't think he's going to immediately hate the Celtics, right? Maybe there's an, an instance of, okay, well, what the heck, guys? Like, what are we doing? <clears throat> but I don't think it's going to drastically affect his relationship with the team. I don't think he's going to complain. I don't think he's going to pull a Ben Simmons. And I don't think all these, you know, people on Twitter panicking now and like hating the Celtics. Like I saw somebody say somewhere that was like, I'm not watching a single game next year if they trade for Kitty. That's stupid. <laughs> That's well, just dumb, right? Like you can be mad that they traded the player you love. And like you said, there's a sentimental thing to it. Like, <laughs> that there's the Celtics developed this player. They got to the championship with this player. This is the core I grew up watching. This is the core that I've grown to love. There's that. But at the same time, and even Jared Weiss wrote this in his report in this business, you don't put sentimental value over winning a championship. That's not how it works, right? Like that's just, that's never how it works. And if you get both, that's the ideal thing. But you look across the league, like <laughs> trading you know, signing Kevin Durant and pissing off people for the Warriors, trading DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard and winning a title, right? Trading Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, all these pieces for AD winning a title. This isn't a new concept. This isn't yeah. the Celtics blowing up their roster, doing something that's never been done. Trading Al Jefferson for Kevin Durant. You know, I've heard Kevin Garnett. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't this new thing that the Celtics are groundbreaking. They're pissing everybody off. This is a business. This is how that business has worked very consistently. For the past decade, you can be mad about it. You can be upset that they're trading Jalen Brown, but I guarantee you if the Celtics win a title with Kevin Durant and they make the trade, everybody will forget about it. No one will care. Anymore. I think no the DeRozan one is a great example because <laughs> exactly. to me, it's the same situation. Yeah. Uh, yep. Except the quiet. See, that, that one's even more risky because he only had one year and he did lose. Exactly. But you won. You won. So <laughs> exactly. at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. And so if he didn't year, win... Sorry. That trade goes down is probably one of the worst ever. Except not one of the one worst. Of the it just depends how far they get, and who knows? Maybe if they don't win, he doesn't leave. He might have felt like uh, he had something left to prove there. Who knows? It's all it's all crapshoot once you start getting to hypotheticals. Yeah, but yeah, man, it's funny talking about that kind of situation because morally, it seems incorrect to trade. Yeah, a guy that's been a part of it, or two, if you if smart it would have to be part of the deal that have been through all of it. Right. And and you're finally like on the last rung of the ladder and you tag in somebody else. It's kind of messed up, but that's how yeah. it works in the NBA. It's again, Toronto. like you said, not a foreign concept unless you're talking <laughs> exactly. about Canada, but Toronto, I guess it is foreign. <laughs> um, that was a good one, but yes. Yeah. It's it just it's so strange. I personally am not about it. And I think when you, you talked about the fans, that was an interesting part because people are going to be pissed off they're not going to be thrilled but it's it's not going to sting right like you have kevin durant back like people are going to get exactly there aren't going to people aren't going to not watch games they're still going to go to the garden they're still going to sit in the seats they're going to buy tickets mm -hmm. it's not going to be the end of like people caring about the team you could argue ticket sales might go up kevin durant oh they're going to overcharge your tickets regardless (laughs) But good pe- luck more going people to a game will want to go. this year. Yeah. Save up for three months and go. <laughs> I was just perusing the internet today, and I saw the multi-game pack, whatever they call it. It's like you get like yeah. a couple of games or whatever. You have to put a hundred dollar payment to even get on the list <laughs> per ticket. Per ticket. So hey, if man, you get two Celtics tickets, are... it's two hundred bucks. Top tier, man. They're they're up there. But 
I, I think the craziest part about it is at this point, since this stuff has been leaked, people are going to be mad regardless. They do nothing. Some people are going to be mad that they didn't get Kevin Durant because yeah, the people the people that are going to be mad about that are at Patriots training camp today. I don't think there's anybody well, that is like a a diehard fan that I know that is hardcore pushing for this. I don't. My I don't point is, people are going to be some people are going to be mad for the reason you said, but the way I see it, Kevin Durant's going to get traded. And if he doesn't get traded to the Celtics, like you mentioned, he's probably going to get traded to the Heat or the Raptors. And the people that they're going to be people who are going to be mad that he's now on a rival, yeah. even though the Celtics have the best chance right now to make the deal happen. And again, not saying they should do it, but to sit there and say this trade would ruin the Celtics is ignorant, I think. Right. Like it, it, it sucks to see Jalen Brown go. I personally would rather them run it back and keep the same core. But I also believe that they would be a better team right now if they traded for Kevin Durant. They have uh, geared I, up yeah. to run it back. Like everything they've they done have. so far has said, hey, we're going to run this back. It doesn't, it, I mean, I guess you yeah. could argue like getting Brogdon gives them the leeway to trade one of those other guards. Yeah. And, and not like lose a massive chunk. But at the same time, Brogdon is valued so low because he has an injury history. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't be smart to, put all your eggs in that basket. And I'll also say this, and I don't think this has really been discussed and maybe I'll write about it. If the Celtics trade for Kevin Durant right now, it's not like as soon as KD leaves, they're going to be bad. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the general word you said, because (laughs) I'll say it again. I feel like the general thought process right now is, and we've talked about this, is it is a four-year championship window versus a seven-year one or eight-year one, whatever, right? Whatever it is. <coughs> I don't think the notion that <laughs> it seems to know like like the idea right now is once Kevin Durant leaves, they're gonna be bad. They're still gonna have Jason Tatum. They're still gonna have Robert Williams. This is if it happens, they're still gonna have Robert Williams. They'll presumably still have Grant Williams. And at that point, they'll probably have a fuck ton of money to play with. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if they trade Jalen Brown, once that KD contract is up, they're gonna probably have well the Tatum Jason contract Tatum. will also be up. Don't forget <laughs> yes, that. but even then they will have the money to bring Tatum back. Presumably he'll be happy, you'll keep him happy at that point, and also probably a max contract spot, right? At that point, yeah. I mean, Durant was max, so you would have it. <laughs> And not to get like way too ahead of ourselves, but like what should that be a 2026 free agency? So at that point, you're probably talking around the likes of Lamella Ball might be a free agent. Anthony Edwards might be a free agent. You know, these people in small markets who might want to leave, <coughs> excuse me, could be free agents. Like at that point, I'll look at the list real quick. In 2026, we're talking, uh, okay, outside of all these older people. We're talking Donovan Mitchell, free agent, Bam Adebayo, free agent, De'Aaron Fox, free agent, Jaron Jackson, free agent. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like you'd be left with a pile of scraps. You'd have a good team with presumably Jason Tatum at the helm and enough money to give him a new secondary star. So if the Celtics make this trade for Kevin Durant, which has been rumored, and they trade Jalen Brown, it's not like they're going to be left in the dumps afterwards. Like 
Like you're, you're talking hell. Maybe Bam Adebayo wants to come to Boston and play with Jason Tatum. Maybe Donovan Mitchell. Maybe De'Aaron Fox. Like they would have enough money and a probably like if they have been a championship contender with Durant and Tatum in that window, they'll have a good enough backbone and like of roster construction to put a new championship team around Tatum. Like it's not like they're going to be left with scraps. So I, I, I don't. And maybe this is me talking myself into the data into the Durant deal at this point. Like, which I, again, I still would rather them see Jalen Brown purely because I've been a fan of this team and I, I think it's risky. It's definitely riskier, but it's not like they'd be left with nothing afterwards, right? So, well, they could be, especially if they give up picks. See, when when I think about a deal like this for an older player, and you have to give up a bunch of picks, now he is. Again, probably top two in the world, right? Not downplaying yeah. that. But yeah, yeah. those picks are going to be past those four years. You are going to have the chance that Durant is no longer on your two. Probably the well, they already most did that. Probable thing. They've already traded no a longer... pick past those years. Well, there's more picks. Like they're going to have to trade more picks. I know, but I'm saying is and like just they've keep shown... going down the line, then, Chief. <laughs> well, they can, they can only go to 2029, and they've already traded 2028. So my point is like, okay, well, I don't they can think trade they're... 27, which is after the Tatum contract is up. I mean, they can't. They can't. They can't trade two years in a row. All right. Well, they can do a pick swap for 2027. <laughs> They'll trade the pick for 29. They can trade yes. the pick after Tatum's contract is up. If if you have Durant like retire or whatever, he's not going to probably play past four years for the Celtics if they trade for him. And Tatum leaves, you are left with no picks, no picks, no picks at all. What are you going to do? Why, for some reason, for a guy that is always screaming that I don't care about picks, which is true for the present, I don't really care for him. However, and the not lagging. I will care. I'll care because you don't know what's going to happen. You have no idea who's going to be on your team in those years. If if you know, you can have Jalen Brown and, and Derek White or Marcus Smart, who is just on your team that should have won the finals, and you've added Brogdon. Why would you give up? The- I think Sam's lagging here again. Sam might be gone. Um, but I'll, I'll let him continue his argument once he comes back from the lag. <laughs> but we're gonna power through here. Are you back? Welcome back, Sam. Hello. hello. What is the last thing you heard me say? Oh, if you're... am I still back? Am I still back? You're frozen. Oh, there we go. Okay. Hello. I I heard you. <clears throat> you were finishing up your argument. I heard like like what are you gonna have at that point? You don't know what you're gonna have. These picks. <laughs> well, you have no idea what they're gonna be. You already know what you have in Jalen Brown and whoever the guard you have to give up is. I don't know why you would gamble. Because that that is a underrated part of this discussion. Like nobody's talking about these picks. These picks could end up being top picks. You don't know. You have no I idea will, what's going to happen to your team in those however many years. I will counter with, you don't know what will happen if Jalen Brown stays either. You well, don't. you'll still have the damn picks. <laughs> sure, you'll still have the, th- that's a fine argument, but at the same time, if you trade for KD you put yourself in a better position to win a championship. Now you give, I mean, again, playing devil's advocate here, because I will continue to emphasize that I don't hate Jalen Brown and I'd rather them keep this team. <clears throat> you give Tatum the flexibility to have input on who his next co-star is, right? Like Tatum, having, by the way, said 
he doesn't care and it's not his decision and and he, he loves his the team. team exactly exactly yes so in theory if they do make the trade tatum will have his own team then and say KD retires he already has his own team he's the Ex- guy. no i know tatum is fine either way my point is i don't like the notion that they will automatically be bad once KD retires i think that's stupid they could be it, it, <laughs> you could, could, you could say they could for everything. exactly they could be with the other but one too this is the point i'm making i think either way whether they do it or they don't in the short term they can absolutely win a championship and i think if they don't do it well they're vegas thinks they're still the favorites if they exactly. do, do it i'm sure they'll be more overwhelming favorites however you shorten that window which we've discussed yes. to what four years so yeah. then sure. after those four years you have it's no safety net you have it's no safety risk, net yes. Not only are you getting ready to get rid of a safety net after four years, but you are shortening the window from seven years, right? To where you would not only have probably still a juggernaut team, but your own picks, which won't really matter in that mm-hmm. hypothetical, but you have them. You could Instead use them of, to make more moves, though. Yes, I understand. It doesn't, <laughs> I agree. It doesn't make sense. It, there is no reason. Unless. Unless Brown, he, he wants to leave and it's known. Yes. To do this, it, it yes. you are just like it's overkill. It's again, it's not two K. That that should be the title of this. It's not two K because it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know. The other thing, I mean, this is off topic, but did you listen to that Tatum interview? Um, the videos of it? No, I did not. They asked <laughs> him. They said, "If you could play anywhere, where would it be?" And he goes, "If St. Louis had a team, I'd be there." So. There's ever an expansion team. There's another reason why I'm against the expansions, <laughs> but he's gone. And I don't think I don't think St. Louis would get a team. I think when the league expands, which it is going to in the next five years or so, it, I think it'll be St. Uh, sorry, Seattle, Las Vegas, which will be fire. Good. I think it's, well, I'm fine. excited as long as it's not St. Louis. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think we're both on the same page of I. We don't think they should do it, but if they do, they'll still be good, right? Like, I mean, if they do it, the sky's not falling yet. Yeah. If they don't win a championship and they don't, if they do it and they don't win a championship, then all hell freezes over and people are going to be real pissed. You could say. I I think if they win it, well, I don't know about that. I I personally had the chance to trade for KD and they don't, and then they don't win a championship, people are going to be mad about the opposite. Like I said, this is an unwinnable situation now that these reports have come out and flooded the scene. I And true. I've been playing... To make it a winnable situation, what you have to do is win. Actually, exactly. That's you what it win. is. You win. You win a championship with either side you decide to take. Yes. It, it's, I agree. It's just a lot. I mean, we just did 44 minutes on it, and I mean, probably a little <laughs> less because my internet had to have us take a little breather every once in a while. But, I mean... I can't wrap my head around it unless he really hates it here and wants to leave. And oh, people will get a hard on. Oh my God, the Celtics are such slime balls. <laughs> they they did another player dirty. They got rid of him oh, right God. right before they were about to win a championship. He was there the whole time, and and they brought in Durant. Oh, people will love that. They'll love that. Yeah. Anyways, um, <clears throat> that's all I really had <laughs> to. Uh, to say on it i don't know if you had any other subtopics or anything you want to bring yeah up. i can't I, believe you think jelly donuts are good and i can't believe you would go out jelly to donuts a, are to so a dunkin good. donuts and ask for a jelly donut my top choice my top donut choice the best Absolutely. donut is the blueberry donut wrong 
and then Hell probably yeah. the chocolate glazed, and then the frosteds. Nope. nope. Frosted donuts are they're up there. The vanilla frost is the best of the three. Strawberry frosted. Strawberry frosted is right behind vanilla, but vanilla is the best. <laughs> Jelly donuts the best. No, no. I mean, I t- I I don't know how much like clear view I well, put it. There were donuts brought to the office at work today at ABC Six in Providence, and the only donut that was left when I went back up there, thinking that there was a chocolate frosted left, much to my horror, was a jelly donut jelly because donuts nobody best. wanted it. Jelly donuts the best. It's the best. But can can we both agree at least that I'll sh- I'll pull it up on YouTube. This is worse than jelly. What no, the hell the is fa- this? The old fashioned is a sleeper. I mean, listen, I'm not going You're to the awful. store and asking them for an old fashioned, but when it's in those boxes on the table at work, I mean, you take the old fashioned. Yeah. If I see that in a jelly, I take the old fashioned. You're a horrific person. They gave me not only that, but because they like felt bad that mine was gone. What the fuck is this? No, I don't do the donut sticks. You give me the <laughs> thing with the hole in the middle. What? They gave me two flavorless dough balls why didn't you just ask them for something else like why didn't you say like do you have any i didn't know i ordered it on the app and just go to the drive-thru it's a dunkin donuts just go to the drive-thru i understand that and i'll tell you the reason i do it on the app i have reasons okay we'll explain it this way reason one if you do it on the app they are much less likely to mess up your order because they have it in front of you about these reasons verizon Are you are you lagging? Tell me when you're back. Let yeah, you I'm in the dark here. with the reasons from Verizon. Reason one: If you do it on the app, they're much less likely to mess up your order because you they have it on a list. Like you put it into an app, you put it there, and they see have that's it where you're wrong because you got two donuts that you didn't want. No, no, that's because they were out of jelly. But if you're that's at the drive-through, they, they say, "Hey, we don't have any jelly, sir. What would sure. you like?" Sure, that's the downside. Sure. Reason two. I'm awkward and I don't like to talk to people, so I, it's easier for me to just say, hey. I it's the drive-thru. You talk to a menu. You talk to a menu. And they say, hey, can can we have your credit card? And you say, yeah, here, man. And third like, reason. Right, have a good day. And you say, okay, bye. And then third and best away. reason. Third and best reason. You get rewards and you get free stuff with it. But when you go to the drive-thru, you can scan your phone. I go to Dunkin' every day and I don't have the app, which is dumb. But I, there are people, they, my mom does it. She takes the phone out. App. They scan it. I cannot. And oh. I'll pick stuff up for my mom every once in a while. Like I'll get her a coffee when I go out, and her order is whack, so it's always messed up. So it's easier just to put it in the app. How do you? I've never had an order at Dunkin'. One time I have had an order at Dunkin'. You've before. never what? had a Dunkin' order messed up. I also go to Dunkin' at four in the morning. But I have a nah. single instance where I've had a Dunkin' order messed up. Every other time I go, always. Whenever I don't use the app, it's messed up. It's always messed up. And maybe it's just the Dunkins in my town, but even one of them, like half the time when I go to the drive-thru and I don't have the order, they'll say like, hey, can you pull forward for us? And I'll have to wait. I'll go forward and I'll pull, like they'll come out and bring it to me. What do you do when you get on the app? They they have it ready because it's in their little like like shelf thing. You have like to go all in? App orders. No, no. I go through the drive-thru, but they have it all ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when you go through it. the drive-thru, you say, hey, I ordered on the app and they say pull up? Yeah. How is that different than you having to talk to the screen? Because I can put in exactly here. They can't mishear me. There's very little room for error. <laughs> it's just easier. And I you have, have not stuff. yet given me a good reason why you use. I've given you three good reasons. I have a friend I work with reasons. that he, he gets Chipotle from the same place every day. Or not every day, but every time he gets Chipotle, he goes back for more abuse. They never get his order right. 
on the app. It's different than Dunkin'. I get it. They got to put all this stuff in your burrito and you literally can say, okay, I want this one. I want that one. But that's the thing. I don't, how are you messing up a Dunkin' order? What are they messing up? Uh, cream instead of milk. Uh, you know, coffee you is wrong. That? Well, actually, they cream. Get, you, know, you, can, me, you can know. You can know. <laughs> they give you a hot coffee instead of an iced coffee, etc. Like back and forth. Who's that happening to? Me. It happens to me. Okay, you're at the window and you say, "Hey, like, like you go, you this Dunkin' Donuts, please." What would you like? I'd like an iced coffee. You drive up, they give you a styrofoam cup. What do you just take it and leave? You say no, thank I you. Tell them. But if I say iced coffee on the app, they can read it and they can see it instead of mishearing me and free rewards. But I mean, I understand you could just scan the thing, but it's easier just to have the rewards and pay for it that way. <laughs> like, like in the Duncan app, I can put the order in. It says you have a reward. I click it and my price goes down, which is easier. <clears throat> so there is that. And you can also do like the in-store pickup where you just go up and you pick it up, which is also easy. Like Starbucks pickup is elite. Because you order it, they put it to the side for you. You go and pick it up and leave, and that's that. I don't that's think I've ever been to a Starbucks. You've for, never been to well, Starbucks as an adult man going to get, a, uh, like a, I guess coffee. But Frappuccino I don't, fun. I don't really drink coffee unless I'm going in at four. So the Starbucks isn't open. But like, I'm not going to. I will say Starbucks bacon, egg, and cheese from Starbucks better than Dunkin'. I just get the I get two egg and cheese bagels and I crush both of them and I get a large iced coffee. No bacon. Nah. I, well, when you, the when bacon you have and it, every, stinks. The bacon when, when and you have sucks. it like all the time, it it, it becomes no no. You can't, the bacon you can't at Dunkin' is that. is terrible in your defense. I got what did I get today. I got a bacon egg and cheese on a croissant. Croissants at Dunkin' are fire. Um, See, I like the croissants, but then they get all over you. They, they do. They but like I, I was sitting at my desk, so I had like a clean place to All eat right. it. Um, I took a gamble on the bacon. It was good today, though. Hash browns at Dunkin' are fire. That, McDonald's has the best of the hash browns. They do. They do. They do. Um, and then I tried to get a jelly donut, but did not get my jelly donut today. I just I cannot believe you went out and you asked them <laughs> to give you a, a jelly donut. I do. You want to hear a funny Dunkin' story? Uh, well, less funny, more comments. Funny. What do you like? What's your favorite donut? Yeah, let us know. Um, I've been in one quote unquote car accident, fender bender, and it was at Dunkin' Donuts. And the funny part about it was I just like ordered my food. This was before I used the app. So I spoke to the drive through, uh, and she said something along the lines of, okay, pulling up honey or sweetie or something. I was like, I felt good. I'm like, Oh damn. Like that was nice. And so I was about to tweet. Um, I think the Celtics played that night. Uh, Duncan lady just called me, you know, something, something was really nice. Celtics are invincible tonight. And I was looking like down at my phone and i thought the car in front of me moved so i like took my foot off the brake this much bump fucked <laughs> i deleted the tweet i didn't even send the tweet because i was mad <laughs> i have a story off the air but i will i i i've been in like one real car accident not yeah. like i wasn't hurt but i'm driving down a main road there is a 7-eleven now this is near a light so it splits into two lanes so i'm coming up this guy, I'm in the left lane. This guy is coming from the right side. He comes out, does not see me. I am stopped. He pulls out. I lay on the horn. He just continues to drive forward. Hits me right in the nose. Remarkable people that are allowed to drive. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I saw today? I saw, I don't know if in Massachusetts or wherever the listeners are from, they have cars that are considered antique cars. Now, this means that 
the car is sure. over 25 years old. They have a special license plate for these cars. It has a old looking car in the back with the number. This is a truck, a pickup truck cannot be younger than the 70s, right? It's from okay. at least the 70s. Yeah. This dude is hauling a boat with this antique truck. <laughs> what are you doing? I love that. The things wow. people get away with. Oh, man. Like, don't let me start talking about driving. <laughs> it's dangerous. Well, this is coming from the guy who thinks buses shouldn't have stop signs, which we don't. Have well, I don't think there about. should be any stop signs, but <laughs> they should all be. They, no, 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 no. They should all be yields because I'm more apt to stop at a yield insane. sign. I mean, well, listen, that's that's just you being an ass. If I'm at an intersection with four stop signs, it does not take me. You're supposed to stop for three seconds. It does not take me three seconds to look everywhere. I go unless there's cars there. Yeah, then you have the whole, like, oh, who's going first, right? You get- we have an intersection in my town where it's, like, I don't know, even know how to paint the picture here. It's, like, kind of a four-way, but, like, one is going, like, curved and the other one's kind of straight down. But one side doesn't have stop signs. It's just, like, only one way. We'll so like on that side. Well, there's three, like, sides have stop signs and one doesn't. So it's just, like, a mess. But there is an – this is the last thing. There is an intersection – at the top of my street near uh i don't know the area i live and there is a like <laughs> seawall there yeah and a what so a seawall like like the beach like <laughs> okay. like there's rocks and stuff people i thought you meant like the letter c of walls like, what the fuck? oh no okay so what you you go through the intersection you go up this loop and then there's the beach yeah. there is no stop sign at the intersection if you are driving on the main road mm-hmm Everybody stops as if there's a stop sign there. <laughs> yeah, that's the word. There is no stop sign. Drive. There are stop signs every other direction a driver. That's what come. happens at the one intersection. Go. People like stop in the middle and it's like, what, what, like can we go? You're blocking traffic. Never vote Absolutely. me into, into office. I'll never run, but just don't do it because you're, you're going to be driving different, brother. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, that's all yeah. I got today. Jelly donuts are elite. Anything you want to say before we get out of here? Yeah, thank you very much for listening or watching, right? Make sure you tell us what donuts you like in the comments. Jelly. Um Jelly. I cannot believe you like jelly donuts. But <laughs> if you're if you're watching, you're definitely on YouTube, right? Guy Boston or Bannertown. Bannertown climbing the ladder towards 100 subs. The views yes, on the YouTube videos on both channels have been really good lately, so we appreciate that. Uh, you know, if you're from our pregame streams on Guy Boston, which you can watch 30 minutes before every game, if we can get enough of us, mm-hmm. we appreciate you sticking with us. If not, uh, you know, thanks for finding us, right? Uh, if you're listening, you're on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your stuff, make sure you follow. And if you're on YouTube, subscribe, like, share. Um, yeah, that's our show for today. Oh, no, 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 it's not. No, it's not. No, 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 no. Make sure you follow at From Rafters Pod on uh, Twitter. Yes. Where Jack will tweet the pods from once I remind him we're back in that stage again. If you want Jack's articles or any other takes he has at Jack's Mode NBA. And if you want me to see me making fun of Jack Lean Jelly Donuts, you can follow me at Sam with France NBA. Now that's our show for today, bud. Tick tack